Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at ManageYourBP.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys, and I want to thank you so much for listening this morning. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys or on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. You can also check me out on Instagram, again, Saturdays with Joy Keys. I'm going to be giving away a lot of giveaways. I want to thank all the listeners, uh, over a million downloads of the show, and thank you even for listening when I was on a hiatus. I really appreciate the support. Um, today, we were supposed to be speaking with actor J. Alex Brinson uh, from CBS's All Rise. Uh, I think this is him here. Hold on a second. Let's see. Hello. Good morning. This is Joy. Good morning. This is Joy. Can you hear me? This is J. Alton. From- good morning. Good morning, Joy. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in today. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm a little tardy. I uh, it's been um, it's been interesting. It's 8 a.m. on the on the West Coast, and uh, I haven't had as many early mornings. So it's crazy how um, how yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry okay. Tardy. I'm glad, I'm glad to you're here, here now. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're welcome, and thank you for calling in. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I just wanted to let the people know, again, this is Jay Alex Brinson. He's come from CBS's All Rise. He's playing a bailiff, but now he's more like a lawyer. So we'll talk a little bit mm. about that. So, yo, you're from Philly. I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. Stop it. You're from I'm Philly? I'm from West Philly. I'm in, no, from stop. West Joy. Philly. I went to Powell School Joy. on 36 and Powellton. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm from. Yes. Uh, Where Cop did you go to elementary school? 56. Cop 56? Creek Parkway. Okay. So okay. I'm from 56, and uh, I'm like 60th and Market. All right. All right. 60th all right. and Market. Well, I was out that way. My grandmother lived out um, 59th and Catherine. So that side. Wow. That is yes. great. Literally a block behind my house. Like literally, I could throw a rock. At 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 Fifty and Catherine. No way! Wow! Oh my God! Yeah, that's absolutely. crazy. Yes, I, I grew absolutely. up there. What do you remember about wow. Philly? Water ice? You know water ice, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Come on, ice come on. Water ice. Pretzels. Cheesesteak. Pretzels. Cheesesteak. You know what's interesting? Okay. It's so interesting. My mom is getting ready to open up a water ice stand on Fifty Second and Market. Get Around out. that area, actually. 
Oh yeah, my God! Exactly, and we were just talking I'm about have that to go the other day. It. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. When we when when it's open, I'll I'll shoot you the the the, the info. Yeah, shoot me the info, and I'll like blast it out on you know on the in internet social media stuff because where do I? I mean, my I have a stepsister. She lives in uh, Baltimore. They don't have water. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I know <laughs> y'all tough, out there man. in California. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, let's talk about that. So you went from Philly and you went to Kappa. Mm. Um, I went to now, yeah, I went about, to Kappa. You went to Kappa. So how was how was it at Kappa? And let's explain. Kappa is the performing arts high school here in Philadelphia, and many many famous people have graduated from there. So here Wonderful. we are talking to another famous person. So talk about going to an all arts high school. What was that like? It was. It was wonderful. It was like, and I, I, I mean, I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this, but it was like all day recess. <laughs> it was like, okay, hold on, we're going to go from dance class to singing class to gym. You know, I mean, listen, we had the academic classes, and, and they were great, but 60% of our day was, was the arts, you know? Um yeah. So you're singing, you're dancing, you're writing plays, you're performing. Um, one of the things that I that I look back on so fondly was, it was something called the Kappa Caravan, where okay. we in-house and in the drama department, we developed, we took children's stories, um, and we developed these short, these short musicals from them, and then we went out to elementary schools all over Philadelphia um, and performed them. And then we had this super, super big rally at the end where some of the students that we had performed for came into the theater at Kappa, and we did an even bigger, longer um, production. And, you know, it was, it was, it was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. And I oh, learned how man, to tap dance that there. Oh, man, that sounds great. It was yes, amazing. Yes, I heard yeah, that you amazing. are a tap dancer. Do you still do it? Or, I mean, do you ever practice? Or you don't have time <laughs> you know, now? You know, I, I, I put my shoes away. Uh, when I moved to New York after high school, I went out thinking that I was proficient. <laughs> and when I got to New York and I was actually around people who had dedicated their lives to tap dance, I said, okay, I'm going to bow out gracefully. You know, <laughs> the Jared Grimes, Joe Wiggins, Chloe Maude, and Maude, and, and all those cats. I was like, okay, you guys are way way more serious than me. So I'll go over here and do the acting thing. Yeah, definitely. People have unique skills and talents, and one of them is acting as yours, and other people have the dance. So you leave it to them, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. now, you went to Kappa, but then after Kappa, mm-hmm. tell the audience, what college did you get into? The, like, utmost oh, of utmost colleges for the arts. Oh, man. I was very, very, very fortunate to get into the Juilliard School of Drama. And um, I didn't, when I applied, I had no idea what it was, but it ended up being, you know, this world-renowned um, drama theater program that really molds the minds of great young young actors. And I was very, very fortunate to go through that training for four years in, in New York City. Um, it was It was wonderful. Now, you know, life is not always easy. Everybody has challenges, 
And one of them I read is that you are you have dealt with um, the issue of dyslexia. Are you comfortable talking about that? Absolutely. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a delicate time right now. Very delicate ecosystem. So it's like, you know, everybody is so sensitive about what we're putting out into the world. You know, and my story. You understand what West Philly is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yes. Not, not everybody might, but for for me to go from West Philly to to Juilliard, that in itself, that in itself is just unbelievable. You know, uh, single mom. And you're a black male. Um, okay. And you're I a am black a male. Black, <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 unbelievable. You know. And the thing is, I, I didn't, I didn't, and I, and I say this, uh, you know, sensitively, I didn't have aspirations to really do more, you know. I think because I, I didn't have an example of what success really looked like. There was no, for me, there was no blueprint of, okay, I go to Kappa, then I go to Juilliard, then I do theater in New York, and then... I get a great agent in LA and then I get on a TV show and then I write a TV show. There was no blueprint for for this. It was mm-hmm. honestly, I just looked around, you know, in West Philly and I just sat, I, I, I was a sad kid because for some reason I had deep empathy for people and I felt okay. like, why, why are we okay with lack? You know, in my house, mm. it wasn't, it wasn't like everything is great and we have everything we need. It was more like we we don't have that. We can't have that. We can't do that. We can't do that. You know, sadly, and and I just I just started to to hate that. I started to hate. Well, man, I can't do that, or why can't I do that, or we can't go here, or you know, mm-hmm. why can't we all go to Six yeah. Flags right now? Well, nobody can go to Six Flags right now because we all don't have the $65 to go. And as a to little kid, I, uh, I I just started running away from 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 that. Um, so, yeah, it, it is my story is positive. It is a very positive mm-hmm. story. I think now you can be a role model, you know, for, for other kids, um, anywhere the kid is, because everybody, sometimes it looks nice on the outside, but it's not. And then, you know, people think, oh, they have everything. And, um, but that may not be the case. So I think it's really important to be a role model. Um, I myself, I'm a licensed social worker. I also was in theater. Oh, wow. Um, wow. That's and, amazing. Um, I was in SAG. Yeah, I was in SAG. And so I do you still live about in Philly? Being, I still live in Philly. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Yes, I still live in Philly. But, um, you know, everybody has their own path, and I think people need yeah. assistance. So I think I'm very happy to hear you say that inner voice. Children have a lot of resiliency, and you had that inner voice. You're yes. like, look, I got to get out of here. I, yes. I, I don't know what it is. And something was yes. pulling you, I believe, yes. in the direction that you are now, you know? Yes, correct. So, um, correct. But when you got to Juilliard, who, yes. who, what actors did you start looking up to? Were, were there certain famous Ooh. actors that you um, were like, oh, my God, if I could just touch the, the hand? Or <laughs> him of, him, <laughs> the, hand, the hem of his, his, uh, his uh, 
his dance clip and his jazz shoe. Um, yes. <laughs> so I, I will, I will, I will, I will say this. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. You know, Kappa was fun, and it was like, okay, this is theater. You know, we act angry, and you know, we do drama. We let's do raising in the sun and yell and stuff. But Juilliard was about refining the life of the character and about doing less and about about text and words and uh, all this Shakespeare serious stuff. And Mm -hmm. Joy, let me tell you, I, I was not ready. And, you know, I thought I was great. You know, so I went in there feeling really confident. You know what I mean? I thought I was great. And they were like, whoa, buddy, you have a lot to work on. You're not a proficient at this. You're not proficient at this. You're not very good at this. And, I, and so yeah. to, be, to, be, to be transparent, it was very challenging at the beginning because I felt like they were taking – I felt like they were pulling me apart, taking me apart, and I felt like they didn't want me to be who I was. And the mm. voice of speech straight up was very, very difficult me you know from West Philly I'm like yeah what get it how like you know give Mm -hmm. me the pen give me the water you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. and they're like no no no, that's not how you say water they're no no, it's not a pen it's a pen I'm like what that is a pen like no no no, Jay that's a pen and I I struggled so much because you know it's like you're making me talk like a white person or you're making me talk like you know and and I struggled a lot and, you know, one of the things that we, we haven't talked about yet, but there have been so many amazing people that have come in and contributed in my life and really supported and helped me and picked me up, you know, through these very hard, difficult times. But um, I said that. We can talk about that. Who, who were those people that helped you? Who helped you along the way? I know you said your mom. I see, I've read in different articles your mom definitely helped. But once you got past, yeah. you know, being under mother's skirt, if you will, and you went to yeah. school, and then maybe you got out of school. Who helped you along the way? Who left some breadcrumbs for you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, let me try to finish the the the, the Juilliard uh, transition, and okay, then I'll, the I'll go back in. Mm-hmm. So, during that time when it was very very hard, um, I kind of self isolated a bit, and really, mm. they threatened to kick me out. And I was like, oh, no, like, that's, I can't, yeah, I can't, you know, and this was in the first six, seven, eight months. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't let Philly down. You know, I can't let my mom down. I can't let my family down. And so right. I self-isolated um, for about a year and a half. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was very spiritual as well. I, I started kind of going deep and getting a connection with God and, that happened in my life. And that was, that was like the kind of first, first, uh, first, first phase. Um, and then from there, there was, um, you know, there was a teacher, there were two teachers that kind of said, Jay, listen, we're not trying to make you someone else. We're trying to give you yes. tools so that in the future you have options to do whatever you want. And it's crazy because I look back on that today and I say, wow. Like, I'm so thankful for that training because they were right. You know, I now can play, you know, an affluent person. I can play 
someone who is uh, less educated. I can play, you know, someone from, from London. I can do dialect work. I can do, you know what I mean? Different time period. Like yes. I have so many options because of that training. So, you know, I'm thankful for, for that. Um, other so now, people, what do you want to know more about? Do you want to know more about Juilliard or, Oh, the other thing I wanted to tell you, I'm sorry. You yeah. said, who did no, you start no. looking up to when you got to Juilliard? Right, right. So, yeah. Juilliard, I just had this thought the other day. I started watching Ozark season three, and uh, my classmate Ben is in it, and uh, Laura Lenny is in it, and um, Laura Lenny came in and actually chatted with us and had lunch with us one day. And I started thinking, okay. like, that that's really one of the huge parts about Juilliard is the access that you get to great artists, you know? Um, Harris mm-hmm. Ulin was also in Ozark and he was one of my acting teachers. Like he was like, and, and I'm looking at this 83 year old man acting and like, he's brilliant. And I'm like, man, I was <laughs> able to spend, I was able to spend three months with him, you know, working on Shakespeare text. Like that is that's so awesome. That's phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. So it's also about the training but it's also about the access of the people. So who did I start looking to? Um, Anthony Mackey was ahead of me. Um, Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac was ahead of me. Um, I saw Oscar Isaac. Anthony Mackey was just on Alter Carbon. Did you see him on Alter Carbon? He did a yeah, wonderful, wonderful job there. Oh, uh, my God. Wonderful. Everybody, him Alter Carbon, watch Anthony Mackey. Sorry, I just got a little plug there for him. <laughs> yeah, man, it's awesome. Please, please, it's a great show, and he's great in it. You know, he's great in it. I really, Anthony is a great guy, and I remember, uh, I remember way, way back, like ten years ago, when I took some agent meetings in LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said, "Who would you like? Who would you like the career of?" And I said, "Anthony Mackey's killing it." And they said, "You know, Anthony Mackey's very, very, very hardworking." And he's a good guy, and he's been working hard for a long time. And I've always, you know what I mean? Like like you yeah. said, you think that it's easy for a lot of people, and you see them, and it's like, oh, it was easy. Like, man, he's worked hard for a long time, you know? Now, I heard that you like Jeffrey Wright. You saw him in Top Five mm. Underdogs. And now I saw he's Jeffrey killer. Wright. Mm. He's a oh, my killer, okay. like, killer actor. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> I saw Jeffrey Wright in Home Depot in Brooklyn, <laughs> and it solidified how awesome he is, okay? Because I walked up to him, okay. and I was, like, speechless, right? Like, oh, uh, I couldn't, like, make out my words. And he was like, yo, man, where's my $5? He straight up said it just like that. Yo, man, where is my $5? And he I was like, He is so cool, man. He is so cool. Um, and I used to scoop ice cream in Prospect Park, and he used to come in with uh, with his family and get and get ice cream. That was after I graduated. No from way. Juilliard. That was like one of my first jobs. Yeah, yeah. Get but out. yeah, I saw. Oh wow. I saw Jeffrey Wright in um, in Top Dog Underdog with Most Death after John uh, Don Cheadle had I think moved on. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw I think was I in high school? I think maybe I was in high school. But, yeah, that was actually the day that I decided that I wanted to be an actor for real because he – But wait, but wait. I it? heard that you Maybe were doing waste management. School. I heard you oh were doh- waste management, okay. though. Yeah, what, what so that's, that a, that's a 
Tell me, tell me about okay. this period here, okay? <laughs> All right, you want to you want to you want to get right to the waste minute. Okay, so <laughs> man, I'm just it's like so many things. Well, here, let me just say the Jeffrey Wright. Let me just finish the Jeffrey Wright story, and then we can talk about waste management. So Jeffrey okay, okay. Wright, I think I was 13, 14. Um, I saw him first in Bringing the Noise, Bringing the Funk, and then and I didn't know it was him. And then I I did the New York Film Academy one summer in Princeton, New Jersey, mm. and they took us into the city to see a play, and it was Top Dog Underdog. And I remember seeing him on the chair doing this b- beautiful text work, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Or I, or I was like, if I'm going to be an actor, I have to be that good. I think it was mm-hmm. one or the other. It was like, I think I was already on the track in the arts and stuff, but I said, if I'm going to do this, I cannot do it any less than that. Like, and that is what I kind of set my, my, my eyes on. Okay. Now you want to talk about waste management? Real quick, real plug. Susan Lori Parks wrote Top Dog Underdog. I wrote a whole paper about, like, all her different plays and stuff. And let me tell you, anybody who wants to go see good theater work, Susan Lori Parks' work, I mean, it's Phenomenal. incredible. So that's just a little plug for her. Phenomenal. But, yes, what Phenomenal. did you do with Wake you... I was like, I read that, and I was like, what the hell? But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, you know I'm from Philly. I'm from West I'm a hustler. Yeah, I'm a hustler, right, right. you know. So, you know, <laughs> my my dad started giving me business books um, when I was, you know, eight or nine. And that's actually, Joy, some of the things that started creating that resistance that we were talking about before. Because mm-hmm. I'm reading these books about what, what, what actually is going on outside of my little bubble here. And I was like, maybe – Maybe I I could do something like that one day. So I, I always had an interest in business. I always was creative on that level. I always enjoyed serving people, building products, you know, creating services to, to enhance people's lives. Um, okay. So I always had a little side hustle or whatever. Even at Juilliard, I had, like, candy machines and stuff. I was always doing something. Um, but when I got out of – Candy machines. I know. Okay. I know. When I, when I got out of uh, – Juilliard, you know, I needed a job, you know, and yeah. I you, bobbled you around and did theater. You Hollywood and get a job? I Come mean, on. like, really? Come on. You Seriously? Could, you couldn't just walk <laughs> into Warner Brothers and say, take me now. I tried, yeah, but you it know? didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't work. It did not work. So I was right. unemployed, you know. I also got married very young, so now I'm even in a tougher position because now I, I'm an unemployed no name actor and I'm married and I got responsibility. So, so uh, my wife is Canadian and I didn't know that when, when we got married and I had a theater buddy in, in New York uh, that went to Vancouver and he said, come to Vancouver. And um, you know, there's lots of acting work here. You can start your career up here and you know, I can also, you know, give you, give you a job. I've got this little business going and, and I can give you a job. And off to a lot Vancouver of films were shot in, shot in Vancouver. There's a that's, lot of stuff that's shot up there. That's, that's exactly right. And it ended up mm-hmm. being one of the best, smartest moves um, of, of my career because I was able to get started in the film and television business, in the U.S. business, in Canada in a smaller market. And so when I started, um, well, one, I went to film school there, 
And so I learned how to make movies. And then after I finished film school, I was either going to assist the producers um, or, you know, work on crew. But then my wife suggested going back to acting because, you know, it's less time while I was hustling up, you know, creating, creating other, other, other projects and stuff. So mm-hmm, Vancouver mm-hmm. ended up being a, an amazing opportunity because of all the work there. They shot all the carbon there, actually. We were just talking about that. Yeah, so. yeah. Now, now your wife. So anyway, waste you, management. You, like you said, what'd you mm-hmm. say? So yeah, I was going to so say, you I wanna, oh, you want to finish management. this? So, so. No, no, go with basically, the waste management. Let's, let's do that. We have, we have five minutes left. I want to hear the waste management okay. story. Okay. So <laughs> we, we, so when I got there, I built, we built a business. Literally, we did uh, mixed, mixed material recycling, cardboard recycling, um, food waste. We built we built a very 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 uh, big business um, in it and uh, yeah it was it was it was phenomenal and today I'm very very thankful it ended up it ended up bad for me you know but those experiences you know have made me who I am in so many ways and I'm very 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 thankful for it so and I did I did that for three four maybe five years and I did sales I wore suits I hit the street. You know what I mean? I did the sales. I managed the drivers, and yeah. I think that's important for people to hear. I think it's important that they understand that there are people that get in this business in terms of theater or movies. They've been doing it for a while, but you also have to have mm. other skills and other talents, and you have to be able to have to grind. You can't think that Absolutely. once I get out of Juilliard or NYU or wherever you're going, Carnegie Mellon, and I'm just going to be like, boom, and, you know, yeah. that's it. I, that, that's why I wanted that's, you to tell that story, you know, I, because I, I think that. that's important for people. I love that. It's only, that's only 20%. That's only 20%. The other 80% mm. is, is, is your humanity. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it, it's, and, you know, I love Blair Underwood. We're with the same management company. And one day okay. he came into the office and I said hello, whatever. The nicest guy, the greatest energy. And I love the interview that you did with him. You know, and he's one of those guys. Oh, you like, listen to that? <laughs> it, yeah, okay. it was great. It was great, you know. Like, the guys that, the people that we look up to and we see, I believe, truly understand that it's only 20% of the talent, and the the, the other 80% is, is your humanity. It's actually who you are, what you care about, your core values, you know, your character. That. You know, that makes a hundred percent. But the talent, man, everybody's got talent, you know. And everybody There's can work hard enough have to get good at it. Right? Right. Right. And you know what what's what's important is that it's not about you. Like when you get that no, it can be very hard to, for some people. Yeah. You're gonna get a million yeah. no's when you go yeah. into this that business. And that's another yeah. thing I think. You have to have a tough skin. And you can't yeah. think that um, it's oh my god they don't like me they hate me you know um, correct correct it, it's not correct. about that you know so and, um, and you know that let's talk about your your company though yeah uh, we only have a couple minutes yeah my company you have a company with your wife actually two I think right mm-hmm. yeah so um, my wife is also a very successful uh, artist and she went to NYU and we met um, when I was at Juilliard I came to one of her dance shows or whatever and started giving her technical notes and the journey began. 
Um, <laughs> that could say a lot of things there. That was a little kinky, okay? <laughs> and our journey anyway, go ahead. out of that. No, honest that. No, it was great. Out of that, we, we created a workshop called Acting for Dancers. And um, oh. I, I helped her with her performance. And um, so when she went, she started dancing in this company. She had some very, very challenging material. And we started doing, like, acting exercises. And I really helped her enhance her performance. And then she said, Jay, at the time, she started teaching on, on different conventions around the U.S. And she said, Jay, like, I'm looking at all these young dancers. They could really benefit from the work that you did with me. And so right. that's when we started the Acting for Dancers workshop. It's called the AFD Method. We wrote a book called Acting for Dancers. Um, actually working on another book as well, which is for a more advanced, older audience. But, yeah, so we did that, and it was wonderful, and it, trans, it, trans, it grew into um, not just teaching the young artists da- uh, dance, but then now we started teaching them, like, on-camera work. So after I got out of film school okay. and I learned how to use cameras, then we started teaching them, like, on-camera stuff. Um, I think it's that's been, great it's been, because it's been actors, actors need to know how to dance. Dancers need, know, need to know how to act. A lot of performers oh, or artists, they have multiple talents and skills, and I think that's wonderful, and that makes you an asset. Um, we only have 60 seconds left. So okay. what's going on with your love interest? Real quick, are you guys going to get married on the show? Can you tell us all that? Right. All right. Hey, hey, hey. I, uh, I'm just, I just want to know. I don't I know, but tune in to tonight or tune in Monday on okay. the episode. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You have a good day, okay? Hey, Joy, it was a pleasure. Thanks. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. That was just uh, Jay Alex Brinson. He's on CBS's All Rise. Um, I'm going to be speaking with a professor, Yale professor, Justin Driver, in a couple minutes about his book, The Schoolhouse Gate, a completely different uh, set of experiences on that show, public education and how the Supreme Court has either reached its hand down into public education or not. All right, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.